Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our service minimum out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, uh, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Lena. Yes, it would. Famous would athlete really Lena. Do you know who it is? Uh, gosh, if you wouldn't have just asked me that, I would know. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Deuce McAllister. That's right. Wait, I thought he was from Ludlow. Uh, Ledlo- yeah, Ludlow. Is it Ludlow? I'm pretty, I'm pretty no, sure. Le- Lena is that's outside of Morton. Yeah. Isn't that also where... Oh, you're right. He is from Ludlow. I thought he was from Ludlow. Lena. Yeah, Lena is... Yeah, Ludlow is outside of Morton. No, Lena, Lena is also outside of... Or close to Morton somewhere, isn't it? So now now I'm wondering who the hell I'm thinking of. Lena is around... It's set, now, hold on now. Hold on. Okay. We got a lot of confusion here. If you look on Deuce McAllister's... Uh, Lena's around... Lena is around Carthage, I think. So it says that Deuce is from, was born in Ludlow. Yes. But if you look on the Lena, Mississippi Wikipedia page, it says NFL player Deuce McAllister was born in Lena. So the next time we have Deuce well, on Sports Talk Mississippi, I will clear the air on this myself. Um, I doubt. I think he's from, I think he's from Ludlow. All right, we're going to find Lena is, Lena is around Carthage. Ludlow is around morton yeah he might be i mean he might be from both places i think i think uh like i think victoria vivians is from around lena and she went to school at scott central right is right which is in forest which is close to morton they're not that far apart but they are a little bit apart but also tevez calhoun is from ludlow as well i believe but all that to say yes it would be really weird yes if there was a, if there do was I have a to start list. throwing Alabama towns in here? Do we have to start saying that would be weird if it wasn't in Goo no, or no, no, no. We, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna advertise for Tuscaloosa. Yes, and the rest we will we will keep right here at home in Mississippi. Right. Strange Brew Bama opening in December of this year, one block away from Bryant Denny Stadium should be really exciting. And if you're an Alabama fan, you're about to get, into, get drinking some great great coffee. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else, only at College Corner. They've got everything you're looking for this holiday season for the Bulldog in your life. 
Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. The Eat Local Restaurants. You know, we, we talked we talked about uh, we talk about uh, Humble Taco all the time. We've talked about Restaurant Tyler. Hey, Ben 612 is awesome. All right. First off, shout out to Colton Watson. It is the cheese fry capital of the world. That is, that is the epicenter of cheese fries in this great country of ours. Is at Ben Six Twelve, but the rest of the menu is fantastic as well. And of course, when talking about people watching and hang, having hanging out on the patio and all that, I mean they're the originators of all that here in Starville. That's the best place to go. Restaurant Tyler, Ben Six Twelve, Humble Taco, the guest room. Check them all out. Eat local Starkville. You know the rest. Firehouse Subs. That might be the place to hit up for lunch today. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. And when you do, not only are you getting a easy way to order and a quick way to order, but you get a quick way to pile up reward points so your next sandwich can be on the house. And of course, this holiday season, if you're having Christmas parties, a Firehouse Subs party platter is a welcome addition to any holiday spread. Check out your local Firehouse Subs for more details, locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. All right, Robbie, we got to get into these rumblings today. We got a lot of them too. Are you excited? Um, I am excited. I'm very excited. I can tell just from your voice that you are telling the truth. The the excitement level for me is the same of the Oklahoma TV announcer last night as Sam Houston State was hitting the game winning three. I need to go find that, I guess. Sounds good. I'm excited. All right. Our first question. First off, we got a comment here. Our friend and host, Steve Robertson, said he he's going to do some hard rumblings questions, controversial rumblings questions. But I don't. I have not seen those questions. I hope they never Steve, sent them. I hope Steve gets those in. I would like to know what kind of. He said he's going to put you and I between a rock and a hard place. Maybe he maybe he was just trying to scare us. Maybe so, just trying to rile us up a little bit. Yeah, we'll and I out. never I never saw those. All right, Brogan Fairchild has our first questions today. And as I love starting off with a question that I absolutely don't understand, are you a mockingbird with a microphone or a crow? Robbie, is this a, uh, um, a, a musical reference I don't get? That's a, that's a hearty reference. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, um, basically, the, 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 the premise of that song, Mockingbird and the Crow, is that Hardy started off, he was, he was writing music and singing songs that was similar to what people – usually here in country music and things like that. And so he called himself a mockingbird. And now he considers himself a crow who kind of goes off in his own, um, on his own and kind of does what he wants to do. So basically, do you feel like you are your own person? You do your own thing behind the microphone or are you trying to imitate somebody else? I see. I feel like I am a crow. Then I feel like I have my own brand. I don't feel like anybody else out there is doing the same stuff that I am. I I think uh, I agree with that. I agree with. I think it's the same for you too. I think you have your own yeah. style, very much so. So, all right. Uh, what are the odds of Zach Arnett being our next head coach? Low. Yeah. Very low. It, you know, if Mississippi State, if if Mike Leach goes off into the sunset and State is on like pretty good footing. Like he leaves Mississippi State and they've won like seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in pretty good shape. It's not like a disaster or anything like that. I feel like you can go out and get 
a, a, a head coach. Don't you like, I, yeah. Like, I don't think it's a job that's going to be like an entry level job for some offensive or defensive coordinator. I think you've gotten to the point now where you, I mean, you should be able to go out there and entice well, a sitting head coach somewhere. In the group when you're of talking five. about, you can offer six, seven, eight million dollars a year for the right coach. Yeah. You know, if, if, if state, and I mean, just throw some of the names out that are being thrown out. Like I, Jamie I was, Chadwell, like Jamie Chadwell is like, I think state could get him. I'm going to say something here. Maybe it's controversial or not, but if state goes truly outside the MSU bubble for a head, for an athletic director, Hugh Freeze is a potential candidate. If you get somebody yeah. who has no connections to Mississippi state, they're they're not going to look at freeze through the same prism that the average Mississippi State person does. How much input do you feel like somebody like uh, Mark Keenum has on that? Probably a good deal, and he might shoot that down. But freeze is a, is, a, is a winner. He's going to win, and you know he'd be motivated to sort of stick it in Ole Miss's face. Oh, I would I would not be against hiring Hugh Freeze would, at all. To be honest, the, the, the humor value would just be off the charts too. Let's not forget that. All right, yep. uh, Taylor Ball asked, picked one to sign, Isaac Smith or Dante Dowdle? It's got to be Smith. Yeah, because, I mean, you're talking about if Dante Dowdle comes in here next year, he's immediately like the fourth string running back. Right. Isaac Smith, so is, Isaac Smith is a guy that he can compete for a starting position right away. I agree. Uh, Dante Dowdle is just a, a ni- really nice cherry on top. You get a really good running back with a with a high ceiling that can help you down the road. But Isaac Smith is a is a must. I feel like uh, another one from Taylor Ball is Sawyer a bulldog in twenty twenty three. And we haven't heard anything about that. Obviously, I think he'll go through the spring to see how that goes for him, and then he'll make his decision. I, th- I think I think he might go another year. I mean, here is the thing about Sawyer is. At the end of the day, the the job's going to be his for two years. Yeah, I mean he's still just a redshirt freshman now. It's up to him, you know. If if he's just tired of sitting on the bench and he he wants to go somewhere and play right away next year, he's going to have to go down a level. I don't think there's anybody that's going to give him a spot to to be a potential starter like in the Power Five right away. Right. Uh, because he hasn't done anything to got no to film prove it at this yeah. point. Yeah, but. I I feel pretty comfortable with him sticking through this. Yeah, Will is in, is in his in his last year, and you you'll be starting probably going to be starting as a junior, junior and senior year. I mean that's that's plenty of time for him to make something happen. Yeah, I agree. And I and I know that he's he's very um, connected to the air raid. Mm-hmm. I know he loves. He Mike wants Leach. to play for Leach. Yeah, I, I I yeah. There's no question about that. But that I mean that would be. Best case scenario for Mississippi Absolutely. State to have Will Rogers start for four years and then Sawyer Robertson hopefully be ready to jump right in. Yeah, that that that's that's as good as the the situation could possibly get for Mississippi State. Uh, let's see here. Ricky Wedgworth asks us if you had the ability to make Mike Leach change one thing about the offense, defense, and special teams that you think would result in more consistency in all three phases, what would it be? Well. And for the for the offense, Robbie, it feels pretty obvious to me that you just want them to call plays like they did against Texas A and M and Arkansas, right? Mine would be adding the read option into the arsenal. Okay, 
Will has the ability to to pull the ball mm-hmm. and run if he wants to. Mm-hmm. We're gonna run some read. We're gonna we're gonna run. Uh, we're gonna. There's gonna be times where we get it get in there and run power. We have some packages to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just gonna incorporate defense, a little bit more running wise. Is all we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Defense. Be more. Be more aware. Uh, for a quarterback taking off and running. It seems like everybody's running down the field chasing receivers or running down They don't do a good job of, of – of, they vacate the middle too easy yeah. is what I – Yeah, and there's – You go back I mean, and watch the Auburn game. That's, they vacated the middle a lot. And then special teams, I mean, I, I mean, what do you change? I don't know what you can do there. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you can do. I, I mean, mean, guys are just not, just, not yeah. getting it done. I, I mean, I don't think it's a formation thing or anything like that. They're just – Yeah. They're just not performing well. Yeah, I agree. John Carpenter says, Elon Musk suddenly becomes a state fan and donates $1 billion. He states that you and I are to decide how this money is spent. How are we spending the money? Well, first and foremost, I believe we're taking a 10% consultant fee right off the top. Yes, that'd be fine with me. We'll split that between us. So So now we've got $900 million to spend. I mean, I feel like... The, the most important – this is Mississippi State, right? So this is this money can't go to the Bulldog Initiative. So we've got to do what we can do on our end, right, for recruiting, hiring analysts, hiring recruiting staff, uh, all those kind of things. Uh, I mean, that, that's, that's all I'm really worried about. You know, we'll, we'll keep our facilities at a, a great state that they're at, but I'm putting as much money as I can into recruiting. I'm tearing down the hump. Ooh. I'm building a brand new stadium. I mean, what did the pavilion cost? Like seventy million, something like that. Yeah, Which so now I think, I think we're probably, probably, probably uh, maybe a lot more than that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the best basketball stadium in the country. I have I have uh, nine hundred million. You said mm-hmm. I have that much money. I'm but I'm going to build the best basketball stadium so, in the entire country. Have you been to the Auburn Arena? Yes. Okay, it's awesome. Yeah. It cost 86 mil. Now we've got a billion I'm surprised dollars. it cost that much. And that oh, was man. probably like 10 years ago. Yeah. So that's the thing though. We've got a billion to spend. We could spend 200 million and get yeah. there and still have 800 million left over. So yeah, we're that that's that, that, that's not a bad uh, that's not a bad idea. I like that idea. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that, and then we're going to get an indoor practice facility for football. Um, we're going to immediately do something to the south end zone at Davis Wade. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to go to facility upgrades, I think. Okay, so you're going to put it because you said you said no Bulldog Initiative or anything like that, so it's not going right. to NIL. So we're going to put it into facilities, then. and then we're split the, the money five hundred a million a piece. You spend your five hundred on facilities. I'll spend my five hundred on upgrading our our staff in terms of recruiting. Well, I mean, here's the thing with the recruiting thing: the money's there to do that now. Yeah, I mean, well, now Mississippi I'm in State's making thirty I, I million dollars. Yeah, but they're making thirty million dollars every year, or whatever it is on on football. Yeah, the money's there to do that, mm-hmm. and I mean, they've upgraded some of that too. But I mean, we're we're going to hire, you know, somebody that's going to make $150,000 a year or something like that to to uh do do recruiting or somebody that's going to make even more than that. Um yeah. you're going to hire one of the best of the best to be your recruiting guy. Yeah. 
and and hire staff underneath them. But I mean, you could do a lot with that. Yeah, that one billion dollars. All right, uh, Rob Hadaway. If Halloween falls on a Monday, what is the absolute drop dead date that outdoor non harvesty Halloween decorations must be removed in the front from the front of a house? So if you got like the inflatable pumpkin or something, when do you have to have it out of there, Rob? Uh, November first. So the next day. Yes. Wow. So I will tell you that we had ours up until the weekend because, you know, that takes some time to, to take everything down. So we let ours stay up till Saturday. I think that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get upset about it, but I, I mean, mean I, if they're still there, like on like November the 20th, that's an issue. Here's the thing about like pumpkins and stuff. Mm hmm. I consider that kind of like Thanksgiving. Well, he says he says non-harvesty. So yeah, okay, I agree. So pumpkins is yeah, witches, skeletons, they gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're we're transitioning to Thanksgiving next. Okay, I totally agree with you. That's like on on Thanksgiving, like the like the day after Thanksgiving, we're putting up Christmas dec decorations. Oh god, yeah, that's still too early, but okay. No, 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 no. It's it's time I, to transition, I, just like it is to transition to Thanksgiving. December one is is my Christmas. You know that's when you can. You know the weekend after December the first is Christmas time. Be honest, though. Jennifer does most of the decorating. No, 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 no. We, uh, we it's a family tradition. We put put the tree together, and then we uh, we all put the ornaments on the tree. I'm 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 skeptical. How much you work can you ask. doing? You, you're welcome to ask. So. Okay. All right. Uh, this one from Rob is a screen grab. There are four current SEC teams that have never played in the conference championship game. Who are they? Well, yes, apparently the, that was a that was a trivia question. That was the Affly trivia question. I think we got about six or seven mentions. People were like, oh, there it is. So in the in the East, it's Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Kentucky. And in the West, it is Texas AM and of course the Ole Miss Rebels. They're good friends. Yes. I've heard Ole Miss. I do love them so much. Uh, 901 Stark Dog asks, if you were the coach on the sidelines and had to run in an all-out sprint for a timeout, would you pull a hamstring? I think you'd be okay. I don't know, man. I, I stepped into a hole the other day, and I thought I broke my ankle in half. Like I, I'm really starting to feel kind of old here. I don't think I would I would strain a hamstring. I think I would just have a heart attack. I probably would like slip and fall or something. I would do something embarrassing. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Colton Watson. Could could it be that state just can't play in the rain? Cole Kublick thought rain played a factor. Well, we talked about that a little bit on, on Monday's show, didn't we? Didn't you bring that up? Yeah. I do think that's the problem. But again, I mean, like, if your offense cannot perform in the rain, that's a major issue. State, every time it's rained since Mike Leach has been here, State's offense has been bad. I think it, it rained against Tulsa in the bowl game. Bad. It rained, and the offense was not good. Mm -hmm. Rained against Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. Mm -hmm. Bad. And then rained in this game. I can't remember any other games but so far mississippi state has not been great and you know the offense wasn't terrible the other night they had their moments 
but during those the middle quarters, it was really bad. Yeah, I feel I like there's some, something to that. Yeah, I feel like some, not all of the fan outrage should be shifted from the coach and quarterback to the offensive line. Divide the blame between those three contributors in terms of percentage. I think we're putting like what is it like maybe eighty ten ten with yeah. eighty on Leach. Yeah, because it's his offense, right? I mean, it's got he's got to take some kind of blame on this. All right, hold on. I have an answer for us. So before the show started, we were trying to decipher what happened at the Auburn press conference regarding John Cohen being asked if he had ever had a conversation with a coach in a hot tub. So I reached out to our friend Jason Caldwell from inside the Auburn Tigers. He said that's where Alan Green said he met Brian Harson for the first time. Oh, that's pretty good. Man, that's so weird. <laughs> Who would admit to that? In the hot tub. Yeah, we like to make love. So, there we go. Anyway, <laughs> thanks to Jason for uh, answering my question. I appreciate that. Uh, one more from Colton. Which of these SEC che- teams with a realistic chance to mi- miss a bowl gets bowl eligible? So, we'll go just go through them once. Vandy, no chance, right? They're three and six. There's no way they're finishing six and six. They're not winning out. No. Auburn is three and six. They still have to play Alabama. No chance. Uh, no chance. Okay. Missouri. I think Missouri is Missouri football here. All right. On the season, Missouri is one, two. Three. So they're also three and six. They have to win out. That would include winning this weekend at Tennessee. So they're not getting it. Gosh. That many that many SEC teams gonna miss out. It's gonna get worse. All right. So Arkansas is five and four. They have three games remaining with LSU, Ole Miss, and Missouri. They Arkansas should get in. is the best best shot. They'll they'll be six and six at worst, right? They'll beat yeah. Missouri, I would think. All and right. I still think they can beat Ole Miss, but they can. We'll have to see. All right, Florida on the season, I believe, is five and four. Let me make sure about that. One, two, three, four. Yes, they're five and four. They have South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and Florida State. They'll beat Vanderbilt, so they'll be six and six at worst. So they'll be bowl eligible. And then last is Texas A&M. A&M Ooh. is four and six. I'm sorry, A&M is four and uh, five. They've they won have, three games, I thought. I think they have four, don't they? Oh, no, you're right. No. They're three and six. You're correct. They have Auburn. They have to win out. They have Auburn. Uh, they have a non-conference against UMass. And then they have LSU. So they're not they're not getting in. They're not getting in. And honestly, I think they may finish four and eight. I, I've said it. Like I, I just I don't think you can bring him back. I don't think you can either, I, but they're gonna I know that buyout is insane. Mm-hmm. But the 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 fact that they spend the money the way that they do mm-hmm. and they've been kind of erratic makes me think that they're going to find a way to get rid of him. At at four wins, 
with that kind of roster, oh gosh, I don't care how many freshmen you're playing. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I don't know, man. It's a lot of it's 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 unprecedented. There's never been a situation like this in college football history, where a fifth year coach who clearly deserves to be fired is stuck in such a bad buyout situation that they don't know if they can do it. So we'll see. Uh, 901 Stark Dog, considering the offense doesn't play well on the road, did we mentally teleport to Jordan Hare for most of the second half? You know, you say that, but last year, the second half at Jordan Hare was state's best offensive performance maybe ever. It was. That's what's so strange about it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And that Auburn team was was actually playing really well coming into that game. Yeah. Jason Luckett asked us, do we need to start a GoFundMe for Mike Leach's cough or just get him an NIL deal with Mucinex or Robitussin? Seems like a perfect fit. I'm gonna Yeah, something something's up, man. I'm gonna give you the cough syrup that he needs to represent. I think they still make it. Let me, let me make sure. If they don't, well then we won't worry about it. But oh, they do. Good. All right. So we need to get him on with Buckley's cough syrup. Have you ever heard of Buckley's? I don't think so. I've taken Buckley's a few times. What Buckley's is, is a cough syrup, and they tell you that every ingredient in the cough syrup is designed to fight the cough. What that means is there are no artificial flavors in the cough syrup. So it just tastes like medicine. In the most medicinal, I've tasted it. It tastes like if if you licked a pine cone. Like it's like herby and does it work? Yeah, it helps your cough. If you've got that nasty, awful cough that I get from time to time, it will help badden it down. But it tastes terrible. But I can see Mike Leach being Mike Leach is talking about drinking coffee, right? And how he doesn't like the taste of coffee. This could be sort of similar. So let's get Mike Leach on with Buckley's cough syrup. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, Andrew Miller, am I crazy for thinking the defense LSU played versus MSU in 2020 that got them shredded would be effective at attacking this MSU offense in 2022? I find myself begging teams to put rush three and drop eight. I mean, kind of. Costello Costello, at that point was better. His, his Having the big arm helped him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought that this this offense was going to progress to the point where, you know, the teams that are blitzing and playing man-to-man coverage and all that, this offense was really going to shred because they did that in 2020, which was so weird. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, this offense hasn't been able to attack that like I thought they could. Mm -hmm. They did the other day on on a couple of occasions, uh, namely with with Ra-Ra twice. But – I just I haven't seen it enough. The defenses that have been like aggressive against Mississippi State mm-hmm. have been the most effective. It seems like yeah, hundred uh, percent. Cody Perkins asks: Is spaghetti truly an Italian dish, or is it an Americanized adaptation adaptation? I'm sorry of some Italian dish. It is one hundred percent an American dish. Like spaghetti and meatballs, they don't they don't eat that in Italy. Mm-mm. So a lot of what you consider Italian food is really Italian American food. They don't eat chicken parmesan over in Italy. Uh, they don't eat fettuccine Alfredo very much over in Italy. I mean, those are stuff that we've sort of brought here to America. They're good. Don't get me wrong, but you wouldn't find them on a, on a menu for the most part at an Italian restaurant in Italy. No, 
I, I would like to I would like to get um our friend Robert St. John's thoughts yes. on all that. He would have much more in-depth thoughts than we do. Also from Cody, which holiday has better food, Christmas or Thanksgiving? In my family, gen- dinners are generally the same, but I know everyone does holidays differently. In my family, Thanksgiving is a far superior meal than, than Christmas. Christmas is kind of like um, treats. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a brunch that's really good. Okay. Uh, we have a Christmas Eve brunch that I, I really enjoy every year. And then, you know, Christmas Day, we'll do like a, Maybe like a prime rib or something oh, yeah, like right. that. Um, but you know, I I enjoyed Thanksgiving. It, it seems to be much more of a spread. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, let's go to Jay in Baltimore who asks us to rank these extremely annoying things from bad to worst. Dabo running onto the field solo, LSU storming the field again, Leach's press conference, Ole Miss saying LSU is their biggest rival. Jimbo would make eighty-five million of fire January first, twenty-three. <laughs> I think that's the best. I don't think that's either neither bad nor worse. I think that's hilarious. So I guess it's the number one. And Jimbo is winning, man. Yeah, and we all get to laugh. So it's it's yeah. I'm gonna go with that number one. Uh, LSU storming the field again. Not great. So we'll put it at two. I mean, storming the field against Alabama is one thing. Storming against Ole Miss. It's kind of rough. Never mind storming the field against Alabama when you're ranked 10th. Yeah, this is, and they're, they're sixth. They're, they're, acting, they're acting crazy. I, kinda, I don't know what's going on with that fan base this year in particular. I know it's – I don't want to get you into this, but I, I know that's kind of a common theme for them to be kind of crazy. But this year – this year specifically, it's just been really weird. They've been acting kind of like they're not—they're not like the uh, blue blood. It's, it's just yeah. strange. I mean, you're ranked tenth and you beat number six. You don't storm the field. No. So, all right. So that's two, three is the Leach press conference. Four is Ole Miss saying. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, four is Dabo running onto the field solo. So weird. So yeah. weird. And then Ole Miss saying LSU is their biggest rival is the worst thing. When they lose to them routinely. Yes. So I I remember a post from years ago on Tiger Droppings that's just stuck with me through the years. Some Ole Miss fan was going there talking about how Ole Miss was LSU's biggest rival. And they just said, look, just because you're our favorite, just because we piss on you the most doesn't mean you're our favorite toilet. (laughs) I thought that was fantastic. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's good stuff. They have a they have a trophy for that game. They do. It's a, a, and, and I don't I don't understand. LSU leads that thing by twenty four games, which I know states kind of down in that series. Well, I mean, the, as well, but the Egg Bowl rivalry is closer than the Ole Miss rivalry. There's some Ole Miss fan on Twitter whose like Twitter handle is the most lopsided rivalry in the SEC, and he's talking about the Egg Bowl. But if you consider LSU a rival, then you're wrong. They've won 16 games in the last – LSU's won 16 games in the last 20 years. Over Ole Miss. Miss. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? Um, Alexandra Watson wants us, to, wants us to answer this. So, we all agree that returning carts to the cart corral is what we should all be doing. Agreed. I do agree with that. But when you return the cart, do you simply push it into the designated area or do you make sure it interlocks with the other carts in the corral? That's a good question. 
it depends on how many are in there. If they're loosely, if they're loosely like just strong in there, I just put it in there. Right. If there's several already stacked in, then Mm -hmm. I push that in there. Right. If I can, if I can push it into the corral where it's, it's in the, between the rails, I will do that. But if I get there and it's full, I'm just bringing it up as close as I can and walking away. I've said this before. I was a cart pusher at Walmart. Mm -hmm. So I I appreciate people that will just put it into the corral. I I did not get upset at people that just had it there. I was, I was annoyed at the people that would just leave it in the parking space next to them. Yeah. That was very, very, it's, 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 it's poor form. No question. All right, let's move on into the final part of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi beef council who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. This weekend is going to be cold in the state of Mississippi. Might be time to break out the Dutch oven, brown some ground beef, and make a big pot of chili, a big pot of spaghetti, or maybe cut up a chuck roast for some beef stew, or keep it whole for a big pot roast with some potatoes and carrots. When it's cold outside, cooking beef warms you up inside. So head to the grocery store this weekend or this week and put some beef on the table beef it's what's for dinner thanks to our friends at the mississippi beef council two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the cotton district is the place to find smoked southern soul food if you're heading to starkville this weekend make sure two brothers is on the list of things to do saturday get in there grab a seat grab some great food and then walk on over to davis wade stadium for mississippi state versus georgia two brothers the home of smoked southern soul food Great products, great service. Every business has it or offers it. I'm sorry. Advantage Business Systems has it. And they've got 47 years of staying open to to help prove that. No business can be open that long without taking care of their customers. And that's the difference Advantage Business Systems provides. They're a Mississippi business just like you. So when you need new laptops, new computers, new printers, copiers for your business, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, probably talking to the same person who made you the sale. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The holidays are coming, guys, whether you like it or not. You got to get dad a new polo this year. We got we to get some new stuff in there. And you, you want to get one that doesn't have a logo the size of the sun on it. You, want, you don't want something that can be seen from space. When you're wearing it, you want something cool, something understated. You want something from the collegiate collection at the road, the best looking collection of polos and quarter zips that I've seen. And they've got the logos that you want the M over S the walking bully, the script state, check out the rogue and Jackson, go to the rogue.com to shop online, or you can check them out on Instagram at the rogue JXN. Don't worry about living the three stripe life. Let's shop at the rogue. Sheldon Nations asks us, we're over 30 games into the Leach era. Is this offense exceeding your expectations in any single way? That's a pretty harsh way of looking at it, but oh. No, not at all. I I don't know what my expectations were. I mean, I I thought the offense would be better than what it is. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I, I just I I don't I'm not very optimistic about this offense in its current state working routinely in the SEC. I agree. Uh, Hale State Muse asks us, 
What stood out to each of you the most during Monday night's tip-off of the Chris Jans era? For me, it's the 12-point comeback to open up the game. A Howland coach team doesn't make it out of there alive. I, I just thought that the 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 overall intensity on both sides of the ball, they 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 were much more into the game than than you'd seen them in previous years. I do think that's probably a closer game with Ben Howland. Yeah. I think in the se- in the second half they just kind of imposed their will. Yeah. I on think them. State probably still would have won, but it would have been like a three or four point win. Yeah, it probably would have been close. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next question. Uh, Wade Jones asks us: Is it me or are Ritz crackers softer and more crumblier than what I remember? I could not tell you the last time I had a Ritz cracker. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll eat those with like. Uh, like the round ones were like chicken noodle soup mm-hmm. or something, but it's been a long time. I love those. Um, what are they called? The the rectangle ones that are that club they have crackers? like salads. Club. I love those. Man. Club crackers. Club crackers. Oh, are good. Those are good. the best crackers. Well, I, I just called them club clackers. It works for me. Yeah, they're good though. I agree with you. With a good salad. Are you a, like a I like, steak place? You know what I miss? Do you remember like old school restaurants used to put like the the captain's wafers crackers in the in the basket for you to eat while you were waiting on your food? With butter. Yeah. Yep. Butter Nobody spread. Does that anymore? Nobody does that anymore. Uh, some some places do like the old school like old school uh, places. Yeah. Steak, like you know steakhouses, not like the really nice steakhouses, but you know. Yeah. Uh, Andy Atkinson, the enforcer, the belay. It's been a week since Twitter was floored by the unprecedented action of a former MSU athlete. How exactly did Matt Wyatt get underlined text in a tweet? I have been wondering that myself. I've seen that on several that? places, like the and they'll change like the font mm-hmm. of it and stuff. Like, how's that? I don't know. How's that happening? I don't know. I'm sure somebody will enlighten us. He also said that Ke- Cohen's actions were a new low for the SEC. It's probably not top ten, right? I mean, it's it really isn't. There have been much much worse things. There, there have. It's, it's not even in the top three things that Auburn has done to Mississippi State. I mean, just simply going to another school within the SEC, yeah, is not that uncommon. I mean, is it? Is it worse than the Cam Newton situation? No. no. Is it worse than Shug Jordan taking cowbells away? By the way, is there anybody in the SEC that whines more about no. cowbells than Auburn? Even Ole Miss fans don't. Every don't. time they lose to Mississippi State, that is brought up, and they they like they want it to be like brought to light that Mississippi State shouldn't have cowbells. That they complain about cowbells more than anyone in the entire country. I would also vote that the time the uh, that we've all seen the picture of the first down that wasn't a first down, worse. Oh. So yeah, this this oh, is man. Yeah, I, not, I still can't remember ten. that. And Auburn scored on that drive too. Yes, we got another one from Andy Atkinson, but it is a terrible joke. Should I read it or not? Yes, you should. Okay. Did you see that the Swedish Navy had barcodes placed on all their ships? Did you see that? No, I did not. It's so they can scan the Navy in. Oh, brutal! Yikes! That's just brutal. Ah, uh, the rumbling bully. Does Jan work his freshman in slowly, or are we likely to see some red shirts? Well, Sean Jones played a, a good number of minutes last night. 
Uh, but Martavius Russell, Kamani Hamilton only played in mop-up time. So we'll just have to see, I guess. Kamani played a little bit more than that, I think. Yeah, the, well, I mean, you're, you're not going to redshirt them now because they've played. Right. Because uh, you can't redshirt them once they've played a game. Yeah. So it looks like he's just kind of – he's have, he's holding open auditions. Yeah. I mean, he's throwing – everybody got thrown in there just about last night. I, by the way, I think Sean Jones is really impressive. Yeah. I don't I know how State got him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how State got him, but he he's a guy that you're probably going to have to give a scholarship to next year. Yeah. What are the chances that Keyshawn Murphy Murphy can replace Tyler Stevenson in the lineup by years in? Tyler Stevenson had some some head scratching moments in his first game. I mean, it's his first game. I'm willing to let that slide. But Keyshawn Murphy, you know, again, he didn't come in until mop up time, but I mean, he looked okay. So we'll see. Yeah, he's he's a guy that has a lot of potential. It's just he's been so hurt. Yeah, off and on. Yeah. So I mean, you get you really need to get him in there because I think he's like I said, he's got a ton of potential. Um, let's see here. Kyle Brazil asked, does it seem more like more posts slash content are coming from state athletic social media accounts since a certain AD left, or is it just me? I think it's just you. It feels like the same amount. Well, I mean, the, the NIL stuff, the NIL stuff is different. I agree. But, but like in, ter- in terms of just like the videos and the, the graphics, nothing's really different there. I don't think. I, I think he might be talking about the NIL stuff specifically. If he is doing that, then I agree with him. Yes, for sure. For sure. But a, a big reason for that is that they were not able to showcase NIL until recently, until probably a couple of weeks ago. That's that's a new thing. So that's part of the problem. But also, um, I do think that there's been – I think this thing's kind of sparked Mississippi State to be more active with all that stuff. Agreed. Like, if Cohen was here, I don't think you would see as much of the NIL stuff as we're seeing. I think I agree. that's really the like the push we had on the message board and into all that. I think that has really sparked this, take it to kind of the next level. Agreed. Uh, where are we here? Oh, rumblings and only made for the rumblings account. Again, I don't get those, but whatever. When State beats Georgia Saturday, are you rushing the field with the rest of the stadium? No. I'll be in the press box. So, no, I won't. No, I won't be either. So, media are not allowed on the uh, the field. That is a big, big no-no. We are not allowed down there for any reason whatsoever. If you are ever on the field, if you have a field pass and you see a media member, you need to alert somebody and be like, hey, that guy doesn't belong down here. Supposed to be. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to go. Um, Cameron Worm asks, how many years would you estimate state athletics have taken off your life? Robbie, I'll be honest. I'm surprised I'm still alive. Big worm. The 97 egg bowl alone should have killed me. Yeah, no, there's been, there's been some moments where I think it's just the fact that, that you're so hardened at this point. I mean, nothing can hurt you. Yeah. I'm, I'm already dead inside. Like if, if state wins a big game, it's like, Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. If they lose in mm-hmm. heartbreaking fashion, it's like whatever. I, mean, I expected it. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, RJ Sweatman asks us: We know Leach wants to throw the ball and prove the air raid works in the SEC. Do you think the success of the running game irritates him? As soon as we have success running it, he either goes away from it or calls the most bland runs imaginable. No, I don't. I don't think 
the case. I think a lot of that falls on – I think Will Rogers has a lot of autonomy over the offense. And it's like we said, I mean, at some point, Leach is going to have to just say, hey, we're going to run a play right here. Yeah. Like, this is what we're running. I agree. Uh, the dude asks, who do you think will step up on the basketball team as a scorer alongside Tolu? It's too early for me to tell you. I, I Nobody just looked like a great shooter last night. No. I got to see a few more games. And then this year might just be a wash for Mississippi State offensively. It might just be one of those years where just like we just – you just got to wait for the recruiting to kind of take effect. Agreed. Uh, is it acceptable to miss the East Tennessee State game to go deer hunting since that is the opening day of gun season? Normally, Robbie, I'm a big like, no, you can't miss the game. You can hunt. They're not going to run out of deer. You know, go on Sunday. It's no big deal. This year, I will relax my stance on that. If you want to go hunting and miss this one, I, I get it. I don't really care about hunting, so I'm I I don't understand the fact that people want to you know. They feel like they have to hunt instead of going to a football game, but that's that's just me. I understand it's it's all preference. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would rather go to a football game than hunt, but that's that's just me. So I'm not going to judge you, right? Uh, Ryan Nelson asks us: uh, Is anyone worried that Leach's sideline antics, dumb fat girlfriend comments, and player blaming may push good players to transfer? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it helps. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think any players are saying I want to go play for that guy. But so I don't know far, if it though, hurts. I don't know if it really hurts them. State has not had a player transfer out that they would have really liked to have held on to. I mean, they could have lived with Aaron Brule staying, but Brule hasn't done anything at Michigan State. Heath. I mean, I don't know how much Heath would be in the rotation. I know he's having a great year on Miss. But I they think have, he kind of got pushed out. I think so too. So who 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 is left that you're like wish that guy had stayed? I mean, I my guess is it doesn't it doesn't hurt or doesn't help. But at the same time, you know what Leach says to us publicly and what he says to his players privately are probably two different things. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the players get hurt by things that he says like fans think they do. Right. Like like I said, I don't think it's doing anything to to help him mm-hmm. with anybody. But I don't know if it's really hurting him either. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, this team—you don't hardly ever see any locker room issues publicly or anything like that. Right. For Leach teams, you, he kind of gets rid of players early on when he gets there, and then when he gets his guys, they seem to buy in. So he's doing something right. Yeah. Uh, also from Ryan, Lane Kiffin has pushed his own player and cursed out an opposing player, and all is forgotten. When does this love affair end? I, I don't know, man. Right now, Lane Kiffin can kind of do no wrong. Do no wrong. Yeah. If if any of that happened with Mike Leach, it would be all. It would be on Sports Center. Yeah. It would be. They would be. Kirk have, Herbstreit would have an actual nervous breakdown. I mean, he he would be in the fetal position. Yeah, it would be disgusting. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what you would see if if Mike Leach did that. Joe Clatt would 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 cry on national television. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, th- these people lose their mind anytime Mike Leach does something like that. But Lane Kiffin does it, and we have the laughing emojis, uh, you know, Barstool's tweeting about it, thinking how great it is. SEC yeah. Network thinks it's funny. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it, it just is what it is. So, right now, until he does something illegal, it's, he's just kind of a media darling. Yeah. Miles wants to know if you had to have Delta tamales or Mississippi pot roast twice a week for the rest of your life, which would you choose? I never get these questions. Why do I have who's putting a gun to my head and saying you have to do this? Like, I, I just never understand. I don't like tamales that much yeah. anyway. I'm going pot roast. Yeah. Pot roast is my answer. Yeah. I, I just, I don't get it. Snave asks, pick your favorite spoofed Cohen Brothers movie title in light of John Cohen's departure. Uh, he go. Oh, brother John, where art thou? No AD for old school. Burn after leaving or scheduling Arizona. Definitely going, oh, brother John, where art thou? Yeah. That's me too. All right. Ford Polk says, could the guy doing the state spell out be any less enthusiastic about it? Why does he have to be so chill? Where, where's the Where's the other guy? I don't know. Where's the long time? Yeah, he, they, they forced him spell out. out guy. He got Hank flicked. Did he? I don't know. We need to we need to find this. Need, like what what is happening? Because uh-huh. no no offense at all to the guy doing it. I don't know who it is, but I just miss the old guy. That's you know my childhood is the, yeah. it's kind of like Hank Flick. Yeah, that's the voice of my childhood pregame. Yeah. Another one from Ford, and this is the one we talked about yesterday. Is it just me or do they have a lot more Bulldog Initiative stuff on the Jumbotron Saturday night? They did. They did. Didn't have a lot more. Continue to be the case. Yeah, but again, I mean, they're they're able to promote it a little more. Agreed. Than usual. Agreed. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Ian Ladner. Uh, Is this boring you? I'm just tired, man. Ian Ladner asks: Will Leach evolve the O line slash protection schemes to be competitive against physical SEC fronts? LSU, Kentucky, Bama, and Auburn lived in the backfield with state leaving tackles one on one against really good slash elite pass rushers. Um, Robbie, I'm interested to hear your thoughts because my answer to that is no. No, I don't think you will. I think yeah. the state's going to continue to do what they do. Yeah. Uh, with that offensive line. Yeah. But again, I mean, I feel like you still have to try to establish a running game. And I get it. It's putting four guys in the line of scrimmage and you know, six people in the box or whatever that dictates pass more often than not. Mm-hmm. But they're not even trying. Agreed. <clears throat> um, Andrew Bowie wants to know, I said I mentioned a quarterback on the transfer portal. If you had a reasonable shot at anyone except the obvious, you know, Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, who would you get? Also, is 8-4 and four a successful each? 8-4 and four this season is a success, yes. Yes. Um. Who would I want to get? Somebody who's accurate yet mobile. If I can't get C.J. Stroud is what you're telling me? Can't have him? Yeah, it needs to be somebody that can move around in the pocket, but is also a very good passer. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, so, like somebody like uh, Caleb Williams would have been huge, yeah. but the, I mean, he's already transferred. so Yeah, he's not coming in. So I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, I need to sit down and look at all the quarterbacks, man. I, I can't. I'll tell you this. I say it all the time. Not my job. It's going to be a mobile guy mm-hmm. that can get, you know, he can get out of trouble and extend plays, but he can also throw a dart down the field. I, I've been thinking about this. Let me ask you a, a Rumblings question. Wouldn't you sacrifice what Will gives you, which is a 73, 74% completion rate, to, to maybe have somebody who's between like 68 and 70% 
but you have a much greater threat down the field and a much greater threat with their legs? Oh, easily. I would I would probably venture to say sixty five percent. Yeah. If he's gonna if he's gonna give you more explosive plays, mm-hmm. his the percentage can be down to sixty five. 65, 66, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. If you're going to be able to uh, get the ball down the field, get out of the pocket, run around a little bit, extend a play, uh, pick up a third down and short running the ball. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Colton Peterman asked, does Lamonis or Dak get their statue first? Dak. You think it's Dak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, probably so. I mean, with Lamonis. probably already have one. With Lamonis, you got to think in terms of they finished last in the SEC last year. They have another bad season. He's in trouble. Yeah. And so while he won a national title, I don't know that you know. If you know, yeah, and if he if something happens next year and he has a bad year and he's fired, people are are going to remember the players on that team more than Chris. Lamonis. Exactly. That's exactly the case. Like I would see a Tanner Allen statue before I would see yeah Lamonis one. But I would I would love to see a Dak Prescott statue in the junction some somewhere of when he ran in a touchdown against Auburn and he was Points pointing to the, to, to the sky. I think that would be that would be a great statue. I agree. Uh, where are we here? Dalton Lee, Cat, Cadillac Williams. I think this is, our, this is our last question. Cadillac Williams has one of the most iconic nicknames out there. Who has the best sports nickname and who has the worst? The worst is an easy one for me, and the best I, I I might I know a lot of people don't like him, including me. I'm not a huge fan, even though he's on my favorite team. But LeBron James, King James, is the perfect nickname. Yes, it just works. The worst, Booger McFarlane. Is that his nickname or his actual name? <laughs> That's his nickname. His, his real name is Anthony. I never knew. Yeah, Booger is a terrible nickname. A terrible name. Terrible name. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that's just like... Pork Chop. Pork Chop is a great, great nickname, for sure. Pig. Pig Prather. Yeah. The Big Fundamental, when they called Tim Duncan. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't get you excited, does it? No, it, it does not, whatsoever. So, anyway. All right. That's for today. Tomorrow's show, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Mississippi State versus Georgia. Uh, we'll get Robbie's thoughts um, on the start, you know, on the first game. You know, what we're going to do is this: we will not uh, recap the first women's game, but I want to get Robbie's thoughts. You know, he'll have seen the game; he won't have seen the game when we record. But we'll get his thoughts on the upcoming season uh, for that, and probably a little bit more as well. Guys, have a great Wednesday, Robbie. And I'll be back with you on Thursday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. So, you think you're untouchable? Word life. This is basic thugonomics. This is ba- basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic basic thugonomics. Word life. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.